Evening, everybody. It's Friday night. It's actually nine o'clock. We're starting on time. I wonder. I wonder how we pulled that one off. So weird, right? But anyhow, uh, welcome to what's on Joe Mine. Uh, it's the weekend before San Diego Comic Con. I'm Mike. We got Mark and Rob. Now go go watch our kick-ass theme song. We'll be back in just a minute. <laughs> How you doing? Yeah. As we said, at 9 p.m. It's time for What's on Joe Mind. We are a fan cast about the world of G.I. Joe. I'm Mike Irizarry. I'm your host. We got a dork in the chat who thinks he's responsible for char- starting on time. No, he's not responsible for starting on time. <laughs> Joe Colton's not here. That's why we're starting on time. It's 9.01. We're normally waiting for Joe Colton. Get out of send, here. Send him the link so we can yell at him in person. No, I, mean, I, don't, I don't think I had a chance in hell against two Irizarry's, but three? No. Come on. Uh, no. You, you can take him. He's a Mets fan. Yeah, he's... he's, he's... <laughs> Anyways. Jacob DeGrom will save him. No, he won't. Well, I mean, <laughs> no, he, will for, he will for about an inning and two-thirds. <laughs> Anyways, uh, joining me here in the top row, our brother from another mother, the former head of marketing for the G.I. Joe brand at Hasbro. It's the hot show, Mark Weber. That's it. And we may go long tonight, maybe, because uh, there is an eighth grade uh, girl sleepover at the Weber house tonight. So uh, the second we're done with the show, I have to see the uh, the bottom floor of Castle Weber and mm. retreat to my bedroom to go hide. So heads up, Miss Elizabeth has uh, reinforcements tonight. Uh-oh. You may you may see a parade of them come running by behind me in a unicorn stampede. So just be ready. Andrew Gogan says, like you'd say that to Joe's face. Well, I mean, we're putting it on film, so it's not like we're hiding that. And he has that, that yeah, pretty much pretty much every week when she's nine oh two. Like, hey, good that you're showing up for the show that you know happens every week at the same time. Yeah, no, it, like- it happens. It happens. Mike is normally on eggshells about how he talks to Joe, right? Right, right. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how he's so careful. That's how that woman and I have gotten along for as long as we have by right. by hiding and playing games like that. No, no, no. You like the soft, gentle approach is going to work with Joe Colton. Come on, right, right. Josiah Alcorn, thank you so much. Is super chat working? It is. Got that right. Now that you mention it, it is two dollars. Two dollars. But uh, also joining us in the bottom row today, it's Rack Time, Rob. Hello. As I scratch my nose. And it was a scratch. Mm. Look more like a Hold on. Let me check. All right. We're not going to challenge. Go ahead. Go right. ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I, I keep my challenge. But, uh, Joe, Joe Corton is uh, – uh, Joe Colton, Joe Corton. Joe Colton is often at a Star Trek convention. She has abandoned us for – 
a larger sect of greater geeks. So uh, that's okay. It's it's allowed, you know. She's having fun. Right, right. This this is uh this is all about. We we never want what's on Joe Mind's uh, responsibilities to to get in the way of any of us living a life. That's why we got uh, eighteen regular hosts and another fourteen uh, guest hosts and you know all that other good stuff. Uh, Matt O'Brien says uh, would have been five dollars, but I heard some Degrom smack. <laughs> Look, I I am the first to see that he is the finest middle reliever in the game today. Hey, at the end of the year, you can call him Jacob the Gone. <laughs> right. I mean, I don't I don't know how the best starter in baseball uh, gets to average three and a third innings per, per go-round, but whatever. You're saying that DeGrom won't save them, but I have a feeling, but there's a possibility Scherzer might. might. Yeah, yeah. give him that. Look, but I'll, think I'll, of the joy you'll have watching DeGrom break down for somebody else next year. As long as it's not us. It could be. It could be. Look, if they have him coming in in the seventh inning, then. Hey, he'd be a wipeout closer. I mean, let's face it. <laughs> Until he hit that 30th game of the year and his arm fell off. Anyways. I just, I got nothing against him, but I like that two years ago, I heard like Ken Rosenthal or somebody do an interview and they were like, he has increased his fastball velocity five years in a row. And like right after that is when he fell off the cliff. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Want to see a magic trick? Watch this. Bam. <laughs> That's uh that she is not living up to the excitement that you put into that. Yeah. She was, she was carrying something, I think. Yeah, yeah. It, it, sure, sure. But look like some form of beverage. <laughs> Gotta fix the dog gate. Right, because uh, God forbid that vicious beast. <laughs> Believe you me, I wouldn't mind if she just went upstairs and hung out. But so, uh, gentlemen, I, I posed the question: What was it like having going back to a week where you we only had one show to do? I mean, weird. I we can we can do more. <laughs> yes, I think we could. We couldn't have done it this week. But we, we can, in general, do a little bit more. I, I We do have enough for a, a couple mail call episodes. It's just, just been a matter of getting everybody together. That's been the tough part. If we do it while Joe's gone. It's a whole different kind of mail call. Oh, yeah. We I don't should think go someday that it works. We should just go live for no reason. Here we are. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, fantasy football is coming up. And right. none of us have any interest. But... <laughs> Other shows go suddenly live for hardly any reason. It's not that much of a stretch. <laughs> so anyways, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, uh, we appreciate you. Uh, go ahead and give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We love little huggy guy. If you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, uh, like the video, subscribe to our channel. Uh, that's the thing you can do the most to help us out, regardless of where you're catching us. Like, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Uh, how many people in the room before the first call to action? Uh, there was 52 at the time. That's pretty good. Yeah. So if you had 52 in the pool, you're a winner. Right, right. And thank you again, Josiah Alcorn. Uh, we will, uh, we, we're honoring Super Chats tonight, of course. It is an Ask Us Anything Super Chat night here on What's On Joe Mind. We do have some, some news to get through. Uh, so if you have a real 
you know, burning, pressing question that you just have to ask, I would recommend saving that for the second half of the show. Uh, if you've got little little shots like Josiah Alcorn does, you want to give a, a dollar or two, we welcome that as well. Uh, or if you got something about some news item, then then yeah, go for that too. We just want to make sure that we get everybody taken care of with the attention that that your questions and comments deserve. So because we 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 do we do have to get news. Okay, so Cornelius McGillicuddy not paying attention to our news our our, our statement. Uh, a question for Webb: Why isn't Hasbro addressing the status of the hooded Cobra Commander? Seems like it would be best for Hasbro to address it to put the issue to bed. I mean, they don't—they don't have to answer it. I mean, really, they right. don't have to actually articulate it. And then what we—what we believe is the truth is that the hood makes them nervous because of the, you know, the the kind of archetypal. Uh, uniform of the Ku Klux Klan. So right. the, and, the, and, and let, let's go ahead and throw throw on top of that right away that that is something that has has been put together by the fandom at large. The nothing official has ever come out to that. Right. Yeah. But that no. that seems reasonable. Um and as a publicly uh traded company, they're very, very careful about all that. Anything that could be possibly construed as insensitive, they're very careful about other than the profit director Destro. So it's interesting that that's viewed as absolutely acceptable because I believe anything that's even slightly possibly to be misconstrued is absolutely a non-starter for them. And I think that's where they're at. Again, I think that's where they're at, but you're right. They, they have never, ever taken an official position on it, but, and the bottom line is, and I do mean the bottom line, is does it does not making it or not talking about it actually cost them money? And until they run out of Cobra Commanders to make, of styles to make, you can't tell me that a hooded Cobra Commander would outsell a battle armor Cobra Commander, right? Because it's the same, it's the same figure with a different head of one they've already released. You would assume, right? So, unless they can't tell me. Say again, Rob. Oh, sorry, I'm interrupting you on that. I'm just saying, I I don't believe that it's costing them money until they've run out of Cobra Commanders of styles of Cobra Commanders to make. And Cornelius, it's no problem. I'm just giving you a hard time. You're good. Thank you for the good question. Worth the ten bucks. Exactly. Great question. And you got to us before we got started on anything. So it's yeah. okay. Just giving you My a answer was worth about a buck 34, but the question was yeah. fast. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a tough one. It's, I, I, I uh, you know, we, we do have to remind sometimes that, you know, Mark's Mark has some, some behind the curtain knowledge of from when he was at Hasbro, but he, you know, I, I, I want to make sure that that everybody understands he doesn't have a he doesn't have an ear in that room now. No, no. Don't and, take anything. Don't take anything. Say, Mark says as gospel. No, and because I don't. I, again, I'm not saying this to to poop on your experience, Mark. I just yeah, don't, yeah. don't want to get you in any. I don't want you to get any, no, any trouble with the folks that you still know there. No, and I, I think that's important. Uh, an important thing to make because I, I don't know that I've addressed that out loud. But Lenny Panzica, who's the lead designer, is one of my favorite people at Hasbro. One of my best friends during my time there and in my time since. But 
part of the reason that our friendship has continued, especially after he moved on to my favorite brand, is that I don't ask them that stuff, right? I don't, they shouldn't be sharing that stuff with people who don't work there. So I know better than to ask questions um, that, uh, that they haven't already addressed publicly. And if it's ever a gray area, uh, with anybody at Hasbro, I, I ask them, if you can't answer this, please don't, but blank, right? And sometimes I'll get an answer and sometimes I won't. And if I do, it's always followed up by, is that on the record? You know, is that shareable? And if it isn't, I won't, I won't go with it. And that's why it's not like I do this all the time, right? That's how I stay in. Uh, I think their good graces and certainly how I don't lose friendships by putting people in awkward situations. And uh, Matt Rubin has a contribution. Who's getting a G.I. Joe selfie figure? I think the answer is is most definitely Joe Colton. Um, <laughs> but it, we'll we'll talk about more. That's in that's going to be in the news. We will actually answer that uh, very question when we when we get to that in the news. So thank you for the the super chat. We appreciate that. I I think maybe you know the word from Super Seven was that they couldn't do it, and I'm thinking maybe. Cobra Commander is an important enough character, and that's a big enough look. Hasbro wanted to do it first. They might not have cared with the bat because you know they had the bat in the pipeline anyway. It's a bat, too. Yeah, bats it's also are cool a bat. And bats are important, but bats yeah. are Cobra Commander. Yeah, but this is Cobra Commander, and yeah, we get first crack. And I don't remember any backs, any uh, backlash against Hasbro or Sunbow. Was he hooded in Sunbow ever? Yeah. Oh Lots yeah. Oh yeah. Right? Half the time. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm trying. I'm Not trying in the first miniseries, but yeah, a lot after that. I don't remember any backlash back then, but it was. Uh, it was more it forgiving. Was, yeah, it was PR 40 years ago. On a different time. Yeah, and, yeah, and and certain elements, you know, were staying under the slimy rock they belong under, mm. too, as opposed to you know, yeah, being a lot more vocal. If they right. wanted to save it for themselves, I get it. And if they yeah. wanted to just avoid it, I get that too. Yeah. Yeah. So we'll we'll see it when we see it, if we see it. I guess is the, the yeah. Because like I said, there's merchandise with it on there. The, he's in the he's got a hood on in the comic all the time. All right. So let's go ahead and get into community calendar. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show, what's on your mind, wants to know, tell Mike, Mark, and Joe, Community Calendar. All right. Remember, if you have a show that you want to see on the Community Calendar, hit up that email that you saw there in the uh, in the credits, so to speak. Uh, what's on Joe mind at gmail.com. So anyways, first up, uh, of course, we've got San Diego Comic Con next week. I didn't. I didn't bother with that because it's San Diego Comic Con. If you need it's in San Diego, yeah. If you need us to tell you about <laughs> San Diego Comic Con, then just come on. You can. You need to do better. But um, next uh, two weeks from today is Terrific Con in the Mohegan Gun Su- Mohegan Sun what? Expo Center in Connecticut. Right. I don't know what did I say. I don't even know what I said. It's in Gun Etiquette. Gun Etiquette. <laughs> Uh, boom. Anyways, um, it's a big one. Uh, guests include Bob Budiansky, Garth Ennis, Jerry Ordway, uh, Joe Pantoliano, 
who's they they do lots of Hollywood stuff there too. John Romita Jr. and then a whole slew of Larry or of uh, GI Joe based guests, including Larry Hama, uh, Michael Bell, Jerry Conway, Francois Chow, Daniel Vizen, uh, Adrian Pilecki, Jim Shooter, Keona Young, and many many more guests. Uh, we're talking dozens upon dozens of of comic book. Uh, television film guests at, at the show uh, tickets and more info are available to you at terrificcon.com that's a stacked card right there it really is yeah, it really is that was the card uh it, right, would be yeah. it is far more stacked there are big names that i did not have room for i've obviously we've all met several of these um but one i've never met that i would geek out to meet is bob budiansky really right like he wrote he wrote every bio for the G1 Transformers over a Thanksgiving weekend. <laughs> like the guy who came up with who Optimus Prime and Megatron and Prowl and Hound and Bumblebee, who they all were over a weekend. And by and large, there's like one or two that are not compelling, right? Like Gears, right? Like you tell Gears was the last one probably. But uh, but other than that, he came Gears up with like too bad because they at least gave him a personality, right? Yeah, he was just he was depressing and no one liked him. He but, was grouchy and nobody cared for him. Like Windcharger had less personality than that, right? Yeah, but he was actually one of the one of the coolest guys. Like I, he probably just went, eh, he's a friggin' Corvette looking thing with black louvers on the back, and he's got a mutant power that none of them have, other than I guess Mirage. Uh but the idea that that he came up with all of those guys over all their characters. Uh, over a long Thanksgiving weekend. It's pretty impressive. Right. So salute, Bob Budians. Rob, anybody stick out for you at uh, Terrific Con? Uh, Jerry Ordway. I mean, fantastic artist. Yeah. Kind of Jerry forgotten. Conway, great writer. Kind of forgotten by the, the current generation. I don't know how Jerry Ordway fell, fell through the cracks. Like I him. don't know. Mike, you're the you're the Spider Man guy. Are you at John Romita Jr.'s table? Absolutely. Oh yeah. Absolutely. I figured. I figured. But uh, next up, same weekend, they're back. It's Mark's favorite website. Uh, but the ninth annual Kentucky Anna GI Joe <laughs> Toy Expo is July the thirtieth at the Hilton Hilton Garden Inn. You know the nice one out by the airport, not that other one in town. The nice one by the airport uh, in Louisville, Kentucky. Uh, tickets and information are available to you at kygijoe.com, which sounds uncomfortable. You going to slide on in there? Right. <laughs> slide on in to kygijoe.com. Get yourself details on Kentuckiana. We, we make fun, but Kentuckiana, year after year, is a great G.I. Joe show. They really fill up that, that room. Uh, it is a, a fantastic dealer's room. You, If you're in the area, you will not be disappointed with what you get at Kentuckiana. Lots of 12-inch G.I. Joe. If you're into 12-inch G.I. Joe, Mark, Mark's losing it. So, so if you're in the area, make the big push to get on in there. <laughs> Burn some rubber and make like grease lightning. Oh, boy. But uh, thanks to Andrew Garrison for for getting this one back on the calendar. Uh, but yeah, great great show, great show run by good guys. Really appreciate, really like the the Kentuckiana guys. Uh, they were big collaborators with us back when I was running CoilCon. We we really dug it. <laughs> but uh, thank you, Mike Layton, Huggy guy, and the Surfing Bird. Love the show. 
I don't know what any of that means. Well, I know what the huggy guy means, but it is, but okay. We appreciate it. Thank you for, for the super chat. The trash men, surfing bird. Uh, Firefly, KYGI Joe, keeping your O-rings supple. <laughs> so, some words just always have that connotation, don't they? And supple is one of them. Anyways. Moist. Well, moist or or that's brownies. It could also be brownies. <laughs> Michael Scott's head is exploding right now. <laughs> Crazy. Double entendre theater proudly presents. Yeah, I'm about to say that's a... Uh, so this is like a throwback to the, the Gary Godso days, is what this is. <laughs> it was a it was a different world before we got the Boy Scout team of Mark Weber and Racktime Rob on the show. <laughs> it's a lot different. Sean Russell, don't slip on your way in. Thank there you. It is. There we go. Do <laughs> I can count on you, Sean? in the storm. <laughs> Next up, same weekend on on that Sunday is Toy Palooza. On July 31st, this is another Matt Rubin show from the Pittsburgh area uh, at the Pittsburgh Indoor Sports Complex. That used to be Heinz Field, I think. I think so. They yeah. renamed it. Or maybe that's what, like, Heinz Field walked away from the stadium so they can rename the Pittsburgh Indoor Sports Complex. Maybe that'll be the, the new Heinz Indoor Sports Complex. I think that's where they're, uh, if there's expansion, that's where their baseball team is going to play. <laughs> so tickets and more info here are, are available at toyapaloozashow.com uh, Matt O'Brien with another contribution whether you're into 6 inch toys or 12 inch slide in with cable yeah. here we go wait wait a minute Toy Palooza is on Rich Hill Road there's not a chance this convention stays healthy <laughs> <laughs> Toy Blues on the 15 day IL. Right. Flexor strain. Right. They, they moved him over to the 60. Oh, man. But, uh, uh, what's up with Coil Con? Might have used the middle finger earlier as a way to say hello. Okay. So I get the second part now. But what's up with Coil Con? Don't know. I, I haven't been associated with the planning of that show for a few years now. So since, since then, it's kind of tailed off. Uh, Matt Rubin says it wasn't always in that venue. Okay. And if you're tailing off, head to KYGIJoe.com. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure what that means, but okay. Get Roman ready. Yeah, oh, no. Oh, no. that Because then that means we got to have Dr. Ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> Those commercials right. crack me up. When that guy starts talking about, you know, not not every, you know, it's the, it's the, the young kid, right? He can't be more than 30. He's talking about, yeah, well, I was having ED problems. And then, then all of a sudden, you know, not every, not every family has a cardiologist. In the, and then his dad shows up and his dad's like the 60 year old guy with the super long ponytail. Yeah. yeah. He's Connery from medicine, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just screaming midlife crisis. Right. Right. I mean, I, we were at, we were at my dad's place and we saw that for the first time. And I, I was like, Oh God, here's Dr. Ponytail. <laughs> my no, dad. I like the MLB uh, TV ones that pop the Roman one that pop up with the the damn near Idris Elba guy on it. Right. Who must be who they get when they can't pay Idris Elba. Like uh, direct to video Idris Elba. My, my dad diagnosed yeah. my problem, and then he hit on my fiance. 
Hey, what's yeah. up with that? <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, yeah, dad is on his, you know, his second wife who happens to be the former college roommate of his daughter, you know, that type of thing. Yeah. Right. That's not good. What if I'm just like walking out of the shower and I run into her and she's like, I've had the old bull. Maybe I need the young stuff. That I think is my uh, in a movie full of great moments. <laughs> that bit in Step Brothers, oh. where he pushes his dad over the edge, and his dad just goes, "Will you shut up?" <laughs> <laughs> so good, man. Was this conversation ever a slippery slope? That's yeah. it. Yeah, Firefly got that one in for free. Yeah. Right. And uh, you know, if you you ever uh, find yourself on a slippery slope, make sure you slide on into <laughs> Joe. If you if you bust an O ring, head down to. I hate I hate to think we've ruined this show. I like that we're, <laughs> no, we're, dirt, no, we're no. dirtier than ever on a night when Joe's not. Joe Colton is not here, yeah. right? <laughs> she she would be uh, she would be beat red with embarrassment and secretly loving it. That's oh, it. That's it. Anyways. So, yeah, that's it for, for community calendar. I had to just, you know, hit the wrong button there for a second just to, to make it's that point it. abundantly clear. It's called a teaser. Right. There's a Comic-Con or a toy show. What's on your mind? What's to know? Tell Mike, Mark, and Joe. Community Calendar. All right. And uh, we are up over 70 live viewers right now. Thank you for joining us. We appreciate you. We should work blue more often. Right? And if you're working blue... No, 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 no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. No, no. It it makes sense that the school teacher would be the one to shut it down. Yeah. Stop that right now, Mr. Weber. Oh, fine. That's I don't know. I don't know, Mark. We can always, can always hit the button. <laughs> Get rid of one more and look. It's the Weber takeover, baby. Ah! Started the show, me against three years Aries, and I evened the odds for about 10 <laughs> seconds right there. I don't know about even, but it was at least one-on-one. Yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a tough one, to, tough one yeah. to get rid of after 11 years. You got all the power. You got all the buttons. <laughs> I'm a $2 steak. I'm tough. <laughs> And speaking of two dollars, you have two dollars and a burning question. <laughs> two dollars and a burning question. Tonight's the night, right? All right. Yeah, I guess so. That that's I true. Talk to Doctor Ponytail. I, I wasn't. I was. I thought we were going for another Doctor Ponytail joke there. So I, <laughs> yeah, I was trying to do it KY, another KY joke, but we didn't quite get there. So for anybody just joining us, uh, Joe Colton is on assignment this week. And by on assignment, we mean she's at shore leave dressed up like Star Trek people. So, I thought she was Maeve tonight. Brave Maeve. Maybe. I, I don't know. I think she's Brave Maeve tonight. I, I, I did see that she posted on Facebook, but I, I have to admit I didn't actually look at the post. I was busy making a, a plug the damn show joke. So I, I don't know what, what her what Pretty her sure Brave Maeve from the boys. And speaking of the boys... Welcome to the XY chromosome edition. What's on Joe Mellon? <laughs> oh boy. You know, remember remember what you have upstairs. 
That's true. Okay. <laughs> they're, they're gonna come overpower me any second now. And yeah. Watch Minecraft videos on the TV, probably. First news item. Do, 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 do. Hey, Hasbro Selfie Series is official. Uh, as you can see there on the screen, fans can scan a 3D likeness of their own head for a figure for the low, low price of $59.99. Sounds like they're they're trying to get us uh, like to paint our car or something. Hey, I'm Earl Schaub. I'll paint any car for $59.99. <laughs> Anyways. Better get Mako. Uh, this is straight off of uh, Nerdist.com. Uh, every kid who ever made their G.I. Joes fight their Power Rangers action figures has wanted a figure of themselves in on the battle. Well, thanks to the wonders of modern technology, Hasbro can make that dream a reality. Uh, via Gizmodo, we've learned about Hasbro's new selfie series. These are six-inch figures that will wear your face. Yes, you can now become an action figure. Wear your face. That's that's a terrible way to put that. that Hasbro that's a line from a villain in, tra in the Transformers comic from the Decepticon Justice Division. He would take off his face and it had spikes on it. He would put it on his victim and go, wear my face. So, okay. Just saying. Hasbro Selfie Series takes a digital scan of your face and then 3D prints it and places it on the body of an action figure from a popular line. You can see how Hasbro partnered with Form Labs and accomplished it all in their YouTube video, which then they have on their site below. Um, the face scanning for this process is done through the Hasbro Pulse mobile app. This is available for both iOS and Android. Fans will have an, the option of basing their figure on a, quote, classic to current characters seen across popular films, TV, and comics, end quote. Of course, this means only IP Hasbro has the license for, so you're out of luck if you want to be a Batman or a Star Trek character. Yeah, I could be a Batman. Sorry, sorry Joe Colton. I got Joe Batman Colton. down. Joe Colton wants to be a Batman and a Star Trek character. And Brave Maeve. Like, if, if she if she could, she would be a Bat-Trek character. <laughs> but uh, right now, the Hasbro Selfie series includes one based on G.I. Joe, Ghostbusters, Power Rangers, Marvel, or designs inspired by Star Wars. There may be contractual clauses keeping one from being Han or Rey or any character with a specific actor's likeness. However, things like X-Wing pilots and Stormtroopers are on the table. So, uh, right now, the Hasbro Selfie series will only be available in the U.S. Screw you, Dave Tree. Certain lucky yeah. fans visiting the Hasbro Pulse booth at San Diego Comic-Con <clears throat> will get the first chance to scan their likeness to create figures of their own before the big rollout later this year. One Hasbro Selfie series figure will, will set you back $59.99, which seems a reasonable price to have yourself immortalized in plastic as your favorite character. The Hasbro series, Hasbro Selfie series, rather, Start shipping this fall. And uh, for more information, uh, go ahead and, and uh, visit Hasbro Pulse. They don't have a whole lot at Hasbro Pulse right now, but go ahead and visit it anyway. We're not going to have less tomorrow. So, <laughs> Mark Weber, what do you think? I mean, for off the, right off the top of the head, price is not bad at all for what they're offering. Like, it's pretty cool. And and I got to believe, other than I think they showed some Ghostbusters where they've painted up a visible neck area, like a black turtleneck, mm -hmm. um, there's enough to pick from where there's no visible skin on the figure that, you know, there should be a couple options here you can go with. And not a bad idea. Where I think it's cool is w w people who try to, like, jam up the system, right? Like, if somebody knows a Tom Cruise lookalike. 
<laughs> hey, Bill, want to make five bucks? We're just going to scan your face, get on here. Or if I do it, I'm sure it'll look a lot like me with a normal sized head, which might be terrifying. Mm. So, yeah, we'll see. Um, <laughs> but I'm trying to think if there's anyone, if there's anyone in the classified series who had a wretched face sculpt. And nothing pops to mind. Like like in the original G.I. Joe, right? There's some real losers, right? From Tollbooth to Armadillo. Like, there's some guys who need new heads, right? But I can't think of anybody in the Classified series who was just screaming terrible face sculpt. So, yeah, maybe maybe there isn't a need there. But. Uh, super chat from Josiah Alcorn, just in time for Classified Shipwreck. That's right. There you go. Right. There we go. go. So, but by by large, I mean we've we've kind of heard the rumblings about this for, for a while. So it's yeah. not a shock, it's not a shocker, but I like the rollout, I like the price. Uh, I think it's hard to poke holes in this if that's you know, if you were that kind of person. Um, but right. and was, what's not to like? And if you don't like it, don't do it. Right. Yeah. If you have a, a better use of your fifty nine ninety nine, uh, I know a guy who can paint your car. Yeah, I mean, pretty much everybody's already uploaded their face to some app that's already sold it to the Russians. So there's really right. no, there's really no uh, danger here. So no, and they do say they only keep the file for about like sixty days and then you know delete it. So. That's what they want you to think. Uh, Matthew Comstock actually has a has a suggestion for a face that needs to be uh, updated. I I don't see a super chat so. Oh, no. is a good I'm gonna, point. I'm not going to be. Last <laughs> Lady J needs a better hair. So if you say so, sure, whatever. It's fine. I don't it bother got, too much. It got somewhat panned, but. Yeah, a little bit. I, I just think that, that sort of thing is subjective. And unfortunately, the the female figures are more subjective, it seems, than the others are. Isn't so. the retro Lady J, doesn't it have a different head sculpt? I, I think it's got different. Uh, different paint apps to it, but yeah. I don't think it's got a different sculpt. Okay. And here's the question that everybody it, it really wants the answer to: Is the Mindbender body in the mix for this? Uh, doubt it. I don't know. You wait. You, you wait long enough. <laughs> There's nobody with a, with much visible skin, you know. So here's a real question. If push came to shove, Mike, and it was the only 60 bucks you had that week to spend, are you Spider-Man or Beachhead? I think I'm uh I, I like Spider-Man doesn't doesn't work for me. I think I'd have to be Beachhead. Like I love Spider-Man, but like even if I went and 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 got into just the best shape of my life, I would still look really weird dressed as spider-man like spider-man's this skinny guy with long arms and legs i am this brick cut man with short arms and legs it just it wouldn't be like i'd be closer to the tick than i would spider-man and i mean a literal tick <laughs> so yeah it wouldn't that it just it would be weird for me and, and yet you might actually be a spider-man now right because there's what like 50 of them in the marvel universe so i i could be i'm not sure i like the the idea of, of the enduring popularity of Spider-Man and Snake Eyes too, on some level, is that with the mask on, they could be anybody, right? right? They could look just like you. And now Marvel's taking that one step further by just making like fifty Spider-Man. By making by, by making everyone Spider-Man. Everyone yeah. Spider-Man. 
Dr. Spider-Man streams is awesome. Flipping through New York, casting spells and stuff. Uh, Matt O'Brien says, Michael and Rob should do this and be the twins. <laughs> no, no, they shouldn't. <laughs> no. Rob's older than me, first off, so no. I, I'm not upscaling. I'm old enough. But thank you for your contribution. Appreciate the, the super chat. Um, next news item. Do, do, do. Delayed. Oh. Yeah, emails went out earlier today. If you ordered the Blue Ninja and Kamakura from Amazon, they're pushed back. The twins Man, that got hood looks, that hood looks terrible. The the uh, the the Blue Twin Ninjas got the October fifth date, and Kamakura November third. My when I originally ordered Kamakura, it actually said January, and now it's November. So I mean, hey, hey, he may have been pushed up. Maybe or yours. Did they, or did they get pushed all the way back? Maybe yours got pushed up. I don't know. Maybe they had trouble sourcing hoodies that don't match. I don't know. I, I may have completely misread the thing, and I'm a moron. But I, I know that I know the ninjas got pushed back. I know that my the original date that I had for that was like September or or August or something like that. Uh, Kamakura, perhaps, maybe there were some that were earlier and some that were later, and they're just all coming together on November third. I don't know. Look at how well these are posed to hide the brutal chest cuts, too. Right. Well, they and they got. Uh, I mean, Kamakura is it doesn't, but the, the ninjas have stuff to cover. I guess. It just occurred to me that the the uh, terrifying blue ninjas are both white belts, which is like what the three-year-olds get when they first arrive at karate. They hand you that when you first sign up. Yeah. <laughs> That's it, right? You don't have to earn a white belt. You got to keep your shirt closed somehow. <laughs> Maybe it's it's a it's a, uh, a ruse, right? Martial artists are, see the blue these blue ninjas and they're like, ah, white belt. Firefly got a sharp eye on there. There's no email about it, but the Stinger Jeep got pushed back from October to November as well. So, okay. That's not too bad. That's a couple weeks. So, uh, Mark Weber, were you in on these guys? I'm in. I'm in on pretty much everything classified. So, but I didn't go nuts on the blues. One, one is fine. I don't yeah, same here. Same here. I didn't even do the blue. I, I dig the Blue Ninjas enough to get one of them. Yeah, I think the, I think the Blue is cool. It's a cool reuse, and, uh, you know, I, I guess I, I'm just that enduring respect for Akiko because I still can't believe she survived. That's – I'm with you. I, I got she no idea be, how that happened. She yeah. might be a Highlander. You check into that. <laughs> yeah, if I am if I remember – yeah, it's – November is actually a move up for Kamakura. I don't believe you. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Uh, last week, you remember, uh, as one of our many, many podcasts, uh, we did the launch party for Operation Recall. Uh, it's still there. Go back, and and uh, if you need to know more, more of the details, go watch our episode. Uh, Josiah Alcorn is back again. How many mats in the room before a second call to action? You guys are going to have to keep count of that yourselves. I, I don't know. I, 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 can't <laughs> I can't keep track of all the mats. A couple of Matty collectors in the room. We need a couple uh, of Matt sound offs here. Matt roll call. Cro Crocodile Joel McMullen. The Ninja 2 pack was originally August. Kamakura was October. So there you go, Rack Time Rob. I trust Joel McMullen. Oh, yeah. I think maybe by the time I got around to Kamakura, maybe it was already January. I don't know. Maybe. 
and the price would drop. So anyways, Operation Recall has funded. Uh, it has knocked out two of its stretch goals. So by all means, head on over that way, pledge with confidence. They had a good day today. We're going to uh, hit up the tally board real quick. Um, and a- as it stands right this very second at 9.40 p.m. on July 15th, 2022, 535 backers to the tune of $191,929. So there we go. All right. No no offense to anybody else because we got a lot of friends with Kickstarters out there, but this thing's ridiculous. Like, I mean, it's so much more than this, anybody's. This is a really had. strong showing in the considering it is going up against the HasLab Hiss project. Yeah, sure. Like I know the the numbers are not exactly overwhelming as they stand right now. Like we're not dealing with a a robo skull situation where just it sucked up all the money that was available. Mm-hmm. Uh, but considering what's out there concurrently and running simultaneously, yeah, this this is this is huge. Yeah. So congrats to Carson and and again keep an eye on this. Um, if you're if you're on the fence, go watch our video. You get more of your questions answered. I know. Carson's doing a heck of a press junket this last week. So just to head over to the 3D Joe's, he's got everything connected to this on the Operation Recall site. Uh, so you can certainly watch our program and everybody else who's had him on as well uh, and, and learn everything you need to know before you pledge this. Uh, but do pledge it. It's, it's pretty freaking fantastic. This is getting the old Hasbro team back together to design more action figures, more characters that were created by fans. I mean, amazing, amazing genius product, genius yep. project is, is really the best way to, to put it. And again, 191,000 at this point, uh, Matt Rubin, thank you for your, your, uh, super chat. There are three mats at the moment. Uh, uh, uh. uh Loco Bass <laughs> says, uh, 61 watching and only 29 likes. Come on now. What's up with that, folks? Like the video. Come on, give us a break. Even if you don't like the video, just go hit the button. It's lie. They're not gonna, you're not getting graded on this. Come on. Come on. Come on. Do it. Do it. Do it. Do it. Okay. I'm I'm done done doing microphone tricks for at least two minutes. Just Ask yourself honestly, what would Biff McConkie Donk do? He'd probably go to Disneyland. He'd go yeah. to kygijoe.com. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next news item. Do, 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 do. Oh yeah, uh, let's hashtag Let's go stretching. Yeah, let's get them stretch goals knocked out. Let's see as much of this as we can, bro. Bro, seriously, bro. Cadaver, solid, bro. All right, so it is time once again for the uh, HasLab Classified His Tank updates. <laughs> and I absolutely refuse to not use that kitty picture for the rest of the time we do this. He's adorable. Th- that yeah. cat is named Biff McChonky Chonk. <laughs> oh. <laughs> or maybe Beef. <laughs> Beef McChonky Chonk. I don't think the cat's that big per se. I think they just, just got him a just small boxes. Got him a real thing tank. No, I think he's sitting on the floor. 
I, I don't think he's sitting on the floor. I think he's got like the grimace uh, <laughs> shape, grimace. right? Like, no. like no. a big giant walking gumdrop. You're trying to trying to give this cat serious medical health pro- problems. I no, no. That was maybe the last time Jerome cracked me up was when Don Baylor was managing the Rockies and getting bigger by the day. And he walked out to the mound wearing the purples. And he was like, so Grimace comes out to take out the pitcher. <laughs> Grimace. <laughs> Poor Don Baylor. So, yes, that is uh, that is the $500 Thunder Tank. Yes, it is. Yep. Complete with Kitty. So, anyways, uh, foregone conclusion department reports that uh, stretch goal four has been reached. Uh, anyone backing the Hiss Tank will receive a retro collection Mickey Mouse logo Cobra Commander with all the stuff that you see there. That's got uh, several sets of hands. It's got the the backpack to hold the the famous hairdryer pistol. It's got the 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 globe with the snake wrapped around it. It's just just an awesome figure. Can't beat it. I mean, you could beat it, I guess. I don't know. And uh, in conjunction with this, uh, Emily Bader, the brand manager, was on Instagram uh, dispelling rumors. Rumor number one. And this is straight off of her Instagram page. I heard a rumor that Cobra Commander is going to be one of the last two figures for the Walmart classified retro card back line that hasn't been revealed yet. We discussed this as a possibility last week, even. So it, it, certainly it came up in conversation in other places. And the rumor is false. He is not going to be one of the last Walmart figure reveals. The 16,000 tier Co- Cobra Commander, which I, I refuse to use the nickname. Uh, we are, which we are so close to unlocking at the time when I'm typing this, will be your first opportunity to get a retro Cobra Commander in classified scale. As a reminder, this figure is exclusive to the HasLab, and this version will never be released again. That's uh, I, I, I don't, I, I think, I think the definition of this version might not be the same as what people are expecting. Yeah, but. Uh, <laughs> I think I think a version with a more normalized Cobra logo will make its way out because they're not going to do a whole figure just yeah. for this. Uh, hope this helpful and an, keep an eye out for the next rumor. Read how, I, and I appreciate her shooting this down, but dig how carefully that's phrased at the end, right? So obviously this isn't the only place you're going to be able to get a retro Cobra Commander, but I, right. but I pretty much guarantee you won't get the Mickey Mouse anywhere yeah. ever. Right, and that's and what that's, this and that's fine. That's, that's exactly how, absolutely. It's exactly how you should answer this. Uh, Joe Self, thank you for the super chat. How many Haslab hiss tanks are you backing slash will back? Mark Weber, how many are you in for? Well, I went off. Uh, I'm not man enough to go off the high dive, but I went off the regular diving board into my giant <laughs> swimming pool of gold coins. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so over in the uh, Scrooge McDuck money money bank. Exactly. God bless people with with enough disposable income that they can that they got to actually think how many do I yeah. want? But and this and don't misread this as a slam on Hasbro because you are definitely getting three hundred dollars worth of product here. Oh my um, God! Yes. Totally. To- absolutely. But this is a this is a one for me. This is a eh, think about it, and I just can't not have it. 
So right. this is one. I'm in with one. I'm very happy with that. Although I have seen people who said, I don't know if they changed or if they were already getting to, but some people who are really happy about the retro canopy uh, unlock and, and that stuff, because now they can make their two his tanks look dramatically, well, notably different. How's that? Yeah. And uh, Rack Time Rob, how about you? I'm in more. I'm in for one. <laughs> I'm in more. Yeah. What? Uh, as, as it stands, for me too. I, I, this is the absolute worst time for me to try and free up huge chunks of money. So one is is going to have to do me. Uh, but Loco Basswalker, what a lot of us feel. I think Emily's great. She doesn't need to take the time to write to us like that. But she does. She's outstanding. Uh, Joe Self concerns, concurs. Emily's kicking ass in the marketing. Glad she's on our brand. You see what some of the other brands get. And oh my God, I agree. But, uh, no, she's doing a great job. Uh, I figured this Mickey Mouse version was a soft homage and treated as a special mail away. Yeah, more or less. Yeah. More or less. I mean, it's, that's... That's the whole point of this one. So it's an homage to a lightly released figure from back in the day. And Joe Self just won and done for him, too. Okay, so next news item. Do, 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 do. It's time to take a look and see what Super 7 is doing next week. Ooh. Ooh. It must be a lot because they have their own title page. Racktime Rob, your thoughts on the title page? No, no, no stunning. No. No. <laughs> but uh, first up, Super Seven's retail store will be a pop-up Cobra recruitment center all weekend, which is awesome. Super Seven is—I mean, they're a toy company, of course, but they are based in San Diego. So if you head to their their shop at 701 8th Avenue in San Diego, California, it's Cobra time. And um, they're going to have several exclusives available only at their shop this weekend. And it's it's pretty cool stuff for what they're doing. Like if you're down with Super 7, you you like these. If you're not, yeah, they're, they're, they're a pass. But, you know, if you, if you dig Super 7's reaction and ultimate lines, these, these are good things. But uh, first up, reaction snake eyes. It's similar to the Target exclusive, but it does have a damaged sleeve, which reveals his Arashikage tattoo. Uh, the card art has been changed to reflect that. And then it's got a red card rectangle instead of a blue one. So it is different than the Target version. So if you're thinking to yourself, well, I don't need that. I've already got that. You don't technically already have that. Uh, just a matter of how much of a completist you are. Uh, Matt O'Brien, thank you again. Uh, worth $5 a shout-out. This Joe team, Lenny, Emily, Tony, Corey, and the others are crushing it. Their sculpts are amazing. Their chemistry is tangible. We agree. Good job, Joe team. Okay. Uh, Phil Donnelly says the weapons are in different orientations on the card as well. I, I Sure, if you say so, Phil. I didn't I didn't check the target one, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go with it because Phil knows these things. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when when I need to know about strange details on G.I. Joe toys, I feel is on the short list of people I turn to. Or Disneyland life hacks. 
Yes. Well, that too, of course. Oh, but yeah. usually, usually Joe Colton's taking up his time on that stuff. So getting him to smuggle contraband out. Okay. So next is the comic accurate ultimate bat. And this guy's pretty cool. Again, if you're in on the ultimate bat, you're going to like this guy, but uh, he looks more like he did back in his first appearance in issue rack time, Rob 44, 44. I, I actually knew that, but I figured that we might, we needed to pass that off to the comic book guy. But he's got a he's got different heads, both the regular and the battle damaged. Uh, he's got uh, all all kinds of different hands. He's got a, a cracked chest plate you can put on there. He's got the normal bat hand add-ons. He's got the backpack that's full of those purple spores things that they were dealing with that issue. Got a little submachine gun. It's really the whole package. If you're again, if you're a completist on ultimates, this is this is a great one to have. Uh. Mark Weber, you going to get in on one of these if you can? I, I don't need it, um, but I think it, it's perfect for an exclusive, right? right? Exactly what an exclusive should be. Different enough to stand out, but not a collection breaker if you can't get there or don't get it. So I dig it. Like you said, if you're if, if Super 7 your thing, I can absolutely see you being abs super jet, you know, jazzed about this. For me, I, the Super 7 stuff is... is is cool. I dig it. I, I know a couple other people on that team who are great uh, marketers and designers, but I got to draw the line somewhere on the collection. So there's very little Super Seven that has actually made it through my door. I I imagine there's even less that's made through mine. <laughs> there we go. Pure purely a money thing. I'd be in on some of those ultimates if it was. If if uh, the wallet was a little looser these days, but it is yeah. not. So un unfortunately, they've had to stay at the Super Seven store. I'll get the regular bat, um, but I was going to get three <laughs> before Hasbro's drop. Um, now there'll be one that's taller. Maybe he's the Super Bat he's, uh, that Firefly was controlling. It's a real he's, thing. He's the Uncle Bat. Yeah, that's it. Uh, and I have the blue, the five points of our articulation, Blue Baroness, because yeah, she can go in a in a turret. Or something where I can hide those five points of articulation, but that's—I think—that's it so far for me. But uh, so yeah, so yeah, try and figure out how to get yourselves, get your grubby little hands on one of these if you need one. Now we're not done with Super Seven yet. Oh no, we've got Reaction Glow Force and uh, glow in the dark translucent figures. Whatever, they're exclusives. Go nuts. I'm all about it. Uh, but there's six different figures available for G.I. Joe. There's uh, green glowing scarlet, green glowing snake eyes, and a green glowing green shirt. Uh, and for Cobra, it's blue Baroness, blue Cobra Commander, and blue Cobra Trooper. You can't beat that sort of stuff. I love this for an exclusive. Yeah, outstanding. Rack time, Rob, you going to get them? Use them as light night lights? No. That's the correct answer. <laughs> and then finally uh, perhaps the piece de, de resistance um oh matthew comstock i certainly can't give these figures a glowing recommendation <laughs> <Ooh. Ooh. Ooh. laughs> 
Jeff Butler. Does this make Baroness one of the gorgeous ladies of wrestling? Yes, it does. No, that's better. That's high praise. With Minachka, the farmer's daughter. <laughs> the farmer's daughter. Boo. <laughs> Did you boo me or him? I'm, Everybody. Yes. Be careful. Yes, I just booed. I booed. That's That sounds terrible. Anyways, the uh, Piece de Resistance, the Pyramid of Darkness collector set. It's got uh, Shipwreck in the Snakeling uniform, uh, Snake Eyes in the Snakeling uniform. They've got their pets. Got three Cobra officers that were in jetpacks from flying around in that little bullet train. And they've got that security robot that almost killed Snake Eyes and Storm Shadow eight ways from Sunday. That robot shows up in that set, and I sat there and, and just slack-jawed. Those magnificent bastards, is what I said. But, um, again, great set. If you're into reaction, this is a fantastic set. If you're not in reaction, like I'm not into reaction, you're just you, you're willing to, to let it and admire it from afar. Mark Weber, you in for Security Robot? I think it's great that they're doing something that's unique to it and, you know, doesn't need to be released anywhere else. It's great for an exclusive. Just don't need it. How about you, Rack Time, Rob? No, like I said, it's great for, for if you want it. I, you know, appreciate the effort, but I'm not on the uh, the reaction train. Uh, Matt Rubin adds, uh, check the website from time to time. Brian, the head of Super 7 said that if there's any leftover, they would sell them on the website. So if you're interested in this and you're quick and lucky, you may may be able to grab that yourself. And if you are quick and lucky, don't forget to slide by uh, KYGIJo.com. <laughs> I thought the security robot, good spelling on robot, nearly killed Snake Eyes and Shipper. Well, yeah, he tried. Yeah, he but you said Storm Shadow. Oh, did I? Yeah. I'm sorry. I, that's a misspeak on my part. Then, yeah. my bad. Uh, was Storm Shadow there? No, he was not. I don't you know. Never what know. He's a he's a ninja. He might have been there. Fair enough. He's, Fair enough. He's like hardly in that, isn't he? Was was I? I suppose the the question really is: Was Storm Shadow visible? No, he was not. I'm trying to remember where Storm Shadow shows up in Pyramid of Darkness. Storm Shadow got very little play in general because they didn't have to sell him, right? Like trying to find Buzzsaw in the Transformers cartoon. <laughs> Came yeah, with Soundwave. Sure. Everybody had them. Yeah, anyway. everyone's buying Soundwave. Yep. Fair enough. Even Buzz, when, even when Soundwave, Soundwave's doing roll call and he's like Rumble, Frenzy, Ravage, Laserbeak. Can't even make it, right? Totally on the bench. No. There's a, there, like you see Frenzy more often. Yeah. And you never see Frenzy. Depends on if you consider that Frenzy. There's your big Transformers question. I mean, red, or yeah. red or blue? I, personally, I don't care. Parts <laughs> <laughs> of the cartoon, Frenzy was the little red guy, so yeah. you barely saw him. Is that actually whatever? I don't. I don't care. I don't care. That's basically that and truck not monkey. Those are right. your, uh, your burning Transformer arguments. Next news item. Do, 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 do. Oh, we're taking a look at Super 7 at the upcoming San Diego Comic-Con, so we might as well take a look at Hasbro at the upcoming San Diego Comic-Con. Oh. Strange that we, we should wait until last, because it's this glorious 
Deluxe Dr. Mindbender. And I'm comfortable calling him Deluxe because there's a bunch of extra stuff and a really great presentation box there. So yeah. that's a Deluxe figure. But um, this guy who we've seen uh, for a couple of months now and who mysteriously popped up on Best Buy's website. Um, yeah, there he is. We don't have a, I don't have a, a price for it. But uh, Matt O'Brien, back with another Super Chat. I'm not really into reaction, but this set is pretty cool. It would be nice to see them do, do more cartoon-specific sets. He's got Worlds Without End in parentheses there. That'd but, get um, me. That'd get me as a Steeler guy, right? Blonde-haired right. cartoon Steeler. Just so I could picture it with five points for articulation, like one leg down, one leg up, both hands up in the air, running <laughs> around like, like he's a, Screaming like he took the brown acid. Yeah. <laughs> I hadn't watched Worlds Without End in a long time. And when I watched it, that was my big takeaway was, wow, Steeler really freaked out. <laughs> it was like Kermit introducing a new act on The Muppet Show, right? Matt <laughs> <laughs> Rubin with another super chat. Trucker Monkey should be both. Uh, that is incorrect. Oh, okay. I, I, again, I, I don't care. If you like Truck Optimus, more power to you. If you like Gorilla Optimus, more power to you. I, I don't care. And if you like Beast Wars, I got some Cobra Law figures I can sell you. Uh, Matt O'Brien, my messages are delayed each time. Sorry. Hello. Don't be sorry. You're super chatting, man. Where, where are you going to be upset about paying. it? Hey, man, just keep paying, man. Two right? We'll, we'll, we'll put them up however late they are. Yep. Super you get the fast pass with two bucks, baby. Right. It's a super chat episode. We'll, we'll get other comments up if they catch our eye, but Super Chat is a free pass. That's what you're paying for there is visibility. <clears throat> uh, Joe Self says, uh, Mindbender is all about the packaging because he's got a bunch of silly stuff that won't be in the standard release. We don't know. Uh, Spirit was jam-packed, has the same amount of accessories as the bad doctor. See, it's tough to say. Um, like, we, we didn't get a look at a standard mind bender before this so it's we can't really conject as to what's going to go on there i kind of agree with him though kind of agree sean russell says i really hope he's as easy to get as the past two years when there was no convention and to that end we have more instagram fun uh first off emily announced they're doing a panel for classified that's going to be on uh saturday july 23rd at noon pacific time uh, so if you're there, go ahead and check that out. Uh, but uh, again, on on Instagram, uh, Hasbro press release about San Diego Comic-Con came out today. I've been gotten quite a few messages about Dr. Mindbender being a convention exclusive. Here's my clarification. So yes, Dr. Mindbender will be a San Diego exclusive item, but only from July 20th to 24th. If you're at the convention, come to the Hasbro booth and you can get a code, one-time use, to pre-order online during the convention. Hasbro is not selling any physical product at the con this year. Everything is going to be online only. But if you're not at the con or somehow miss getting a code, limited quantities will go up on HasbroPulse.com after the Comic-Con is over. Legal will want me to say that it's a limit of one per customer and only while supplies last. I will also tell you that they're making more Dr. Mindbender figures than we made Zartan figures last year. Uh, how many more? Approximately three times the amount. That's a lot of evil orthodontists to go around. 
As always, let me know if there's anything else, blah, 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 blah. So there you go. It was not terribly difficult to get a hold of Master of Disguise Zartan. So extrapolate out to three times as many figures. And uh, yeah, I, I'm not I'm not sweating that one too, too bad. And if, if let's say that you can't get one, every other what we thought would have been a convention exclusive, every one of these deluxe figures. <coughs> Zartan, Cobra Commander, Snake Eyes, pardon me. <coughs> Don't die. He's dying. Uh, yep. <coughs> Swallowed wrong, sorry. Um, you know, was available in standard release with, you know, different pay scheme or fewer accessories. Yeah, it feels like, and especially because San Diego, I mean, it's hard to get in. You could be, you could have freed up your schedule. You could have all the money in the world. You could have been right on time to put in for tickets and not get in. So it's, it's nice that Hasbro and I think some other companies too are, are lessening the idea of you have to be at San Diego if you want this thing. So. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, Logo Basswalker, I'm in Canada. GameStop Canada will have Dr. Mindbender, and the release date is July 30th. So, okay. There you go. So enough time to get home from, from San Diego and figure out what, what, you're, what you're at. Yeah. Okay. And then, of course, that's, that's it. Mark, do I get a last news item? Do I get a shutdown sound or no? Is there a shutdown sound? Hey, look, Joe Colton does something. So but do, 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 do. I would go do, 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 for... <laughs> <laughs> the mountain climber goes up the cliff. <laughs> <laughs> Love that game. <laughs> no Plinko, but it'll do. Right, right. So we're going to take a second, and we will be right back uh, after a word from our sponsor. We buy, sell, and trade vintage and modern toys. G.I. Joe, Star Wars, Transformers, Marvel, DC, and more. Located in beautiful downtown Kokomo, Indiana, we are open every Wednesday through Saturday from 12 to 5. It's a theme park of nostalgia. Join the thousands of people who have traveled from all over the Midwest for over a decade to buy and sell with us. Get your geek on. All right. So there we are. We are uh, done with the news. We are into Super Chats Ahoy. So if you've been, that time when we were saying, hold on to your questions, hold on to your big questions, now is the time for your big questions as we have finished with the news and have open forum. Uh, Joe Self, for some reason, thinks that it's time to cue the Benny Hill theme. I'd love to, but that would be a that copyright strike. So yes. You can play it for five seconds. Da, no, 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 no. Right. <laughs> That's fulfilling. Right. Wouldn't, Even wouldn't... Steamboat Willie knew to change tunes every five and a half seconds. <laughs> Isn't that right, Bill? I mean, if we really needed music, I I can play some of our background. Oh, good. More uh, music rejected we, from we, the hearts of space. We haven't found a winner yet. No. But we keep trying. They're all bad. Every single one of them is bad. Well, if it was good, they bothered to copyright it. Welcome to the Hot Wheels Podcast. Man, I feel like Venom's pulling up to the museum right now. 
Don't you hate it when there's little kids in front of you when you're trying to tear through all the Hot Wheels in the Target aisle because they canceled your pre-order? We feel your pain. Feels like we should have shirts with flames on it for this. Yeah, yeah, something like that. I don't know, it's peppy, but it's bringing me down at the same time. Yeah. It's a hard, it's a hard yeah. trick. I gotta find it now. What do I have? Okay. All right, so that's enough of that. If you never want to hear that again, it's probably time to give us some some super chat. Oh, feels wow, like, black feels like the theme of Disney Channel show, right? One of their teen <laughs> shows would play when the edgy high school kids showed up. <laughs> so anyways, if you're watching us on Facebook tonight, uh, go ahead, give us some kind of a reaction. Give us a thumbs up. Give us a heart. Give us a little huggy guy. We do love little huggy guy. Uh, if you're watching us on YouTube, go ahead, like the video. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Remember to watch all of our other videos, comment, do all that cool YouTube stuff. We really appreciate it. The number one thing you can do to help us out, like the like the channel, subscribe to the channel on YouTube, and like the videos there. That's that's the number one thing you can do for us, period. I mean, we also do have a, a coffee page set up, so if you've got a couple of bucks sitting around every month, uh, not doing anything. You can send those to us. We've got seven guys who do that already. Uh, you see their names at the end of every episode. That's the most we can promise you now. Till till we have more more coffee subscribers, that's about it for for tier levels. Um, and of course, we do have the uh, what's on Joe Mind swag shop, which you can find a link for down below as well. You want a T-shirt with our cool logo on it? That's all we got right now. Uh, stuff with our cool what's on Joe Mind logo. We're in the process of getting a new logo, so. Stay tuned on that. I don't think we it's going to be. Go ahead, Mark. We got to call those guys the Magnificent Seven, don't we? I believe so for the for the time being, and that's that's what they've been for several months. Yeah, we want to make it a Grade Eight, though. Come on now. Uh, Joe Self asks, "What's your favorite classified so far this year?" Racktime Rob. Hmm, favorite classified so far this year? Well, let's see. I only just got one for the first time this year. Ah. <laughs> uh, it's it uh it might be spirit yeah a tough one to top that, that is a strong figure i mean all of the, all the ones that i've gotten so far the four different ones are top notch but yeah not not a lot of filler at this point mark weber how about you it's got to be spirit he's really good and again only thing wrong with him is that bruce cheska uh but i mean he's fantastic i mean he's he's top 10 for sure, right? All time. Oh, oh my. Time. Oh my, yes. And likely top five. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll have to sit down and figure that out at some point. At some but, point, we'll have but, to have but, a definitive. Right. Top easy, 10. quick and easy straw poll. Top 10, no problem. Yeah. I, I yeah, would not, I would be hard pressed to name 10 that are just definitively better than Spirit. Five, I might be able to do. But I'd have to really stop and think about it. Yeah, and some of them would just be as good, right? Right, man, that's killer figure. Right, I, I mean, for the, for me, the the bats right up there with them. But I, mm -hmm. since I technically got one of them at the end of the year last year, I'm not going to count that. 
and and blood. Mine are on the people way. Forget, people forget it so quickly. That major blood figure spectacular. Major yeah. blood's awesome, but he's also last year too. So yeah. So depends yeah, on really... when your pile of loot shipped. <laughs> <laughs> so I I yeah, spirits a spirits a tough one to top. Uh, Doug Dello, thanks for the contribution. Now that classified collection is starting to take up some significant shelf space, how are you all displaying them? In a word, poorly. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I'm, I'm going to go with that. Mark Weber, how about you? We'll start with you. In piles in the basement. That's <laughs> it. Not, not terribly impressive. There is not. I don't have display space really. Yeah, I, I have. I'm, I'm I have one it. beautiful. Uh, like you would see at San Diego Comic-Con toy cabinet, uh, glass shelves and everything and, and lit from in, interior lighting from above. Fantastic. But I just started jamming. Like there's three, my holy trinity of Transformers is Grimlock, Skywarp, and Prowl. And I devoted three shelves to those, a shelf each to those guys. And there, it used to look great. And now it's just disgusting. It's just boxes jammed in there. Right guys on the right shelf, but it's a beautiful, beautiful case that looked that McFarlane's Toys was going to throw out because the wheels broke on the bottom. And I'm like, I, wheels? Or we're going, we don't need wheels. So we <laughs> drove that thing in the back of a pickup truck to my house. It was the most dangerous drive ever, but it made it there. Somehow it's never broken. Now it's in the basement of my Rhode Island house. <laughs> I should put it right behind me so I can look more legitimate as a toy podcast. Right, right. But then that would probably, you know, make it difficult for them to explode up the stairs. Uh, yeah, and but I think people would really like it because they'd zoom in and be like, what the hell is in there? Because it is jammed. It is border central. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I, I I have such a small amount of space. Like, Racktime Rob has some, some bookshelves, which he has cleverly filled with books. I don't even have that. So... Look, Racktime Rob is Racktime Rob for a reason, right? The man does not have a comic book collection. The man has a comic book library. Oh, he has what? he has more reference books about comic books than any library I've ever been in. So you no, I, books. I'm I'm going to oh. defend going to defend the bookshelf use for books. Are these comic uh, books or are these book books? They are, they're like collections of stories and stuff like that. They're books about comics. So, yeah, graphic quote, novels. To quote the great Egon Spengler, print is dead. <laughs> and that's not counting the almost 50 long boxes. But, but you yeah. know what else is dead? Egon Spengler. Yeah, that's true. Sadly, yes. Push him out for Egon. Uh, Josiah Home Alcorn. dentistry advocate Mo Green. Now we're talking. Josiah Alcorn has uh, changed changed gears on us. What was your wrestling region growing up? Uh, Racktime Rob and I are from right outside of New York, so we were we were WWF guys. That's no, all. you were. I could look. You were by default because those were the only ones you knew. The fact that you knew who Hulk Hogan and the Iron Sheik were meant that you were a WWF guy. Sure, but I didn't I mean, care I that I knew. <laughs> I was I was WWF too, but I also liked uh, the Crocker Promotions NWA stuff I could get on TBS. But I grew up in the middle of Oregon, so that meant I also got Portland wrestling, which was god awful, but also amazing because they were so low rent they didn't have an instant replay machine, 
So if you miss the pin or the, or the, the turn or the, the powder in the face or whatever, <laughs> you were you were hosed. There was never going to be a replay. They had no replays. And my enduring memory of it, uh, too, actually, there was a great big fat guy with bleached blonde hair whose name was Sandy Beach. <laughs> and he got thrown into the ropes once. And they did the bit where the good guy, he was a bad guy. So the good guy was going to punch him. So he grabs onto the top rope and hangs on for dear life so he doesn't bounce off and take that vicious punch to the face. And he snapped the top rope Ooh. just by, he had to be 390, maybe 400. And so he went into the ropes hard, hooked it with his elbow, and when he came off and yanked it, broke the top rope, and it was not a planned spot because the two guys had no idea what to do for the rest of their match. <laughs> and the ref was was no help. And I think I think they punched each other for like two minutes. And then uh, Sandy Beach just like bent over, well, like bent over, tucked his head. And the other guy like sunset flipped him for the win out of nowhere. And it was basically, we got no rope. It was like the telestrator going down on that SNL wake up and smile show. <laughs> where the weatherman was dead. They had no idea what to do. So that was great. And then uh, Billy Jack Haynes came back after his pretty much failed WWF run. And he opened a gym in Portland that closed in like four months. And then he came back on TV and just spit venom at all the Oregonians for being too fat and lazy to come to his gym and try to make their lives better. And he was he was it as far as... I mean, you remember him in the WWF with Oregon written across his butt, right? Like he was he was it for the Pacific Northwest, and so it was a uh, an unexpected heel turn, and I think fueled <laughs> a little bit by real life. Well, yeah, yeah. But the important thing was he wasn't bitter. I mean, yeah. as Oregonians, we have jeez, uh, what do we have? We got Scott Brosius. That's good, uh, but but we have Billy Jack Haynes and Ken Patera. Like, I'd stick with Scott Brocious. You have Billy Jack and Scott Brocious. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. I Matt, like Billy Jack. Kemp Terra was awesome. Matt O'Brien back again. Thank you, sir. Uh, I love what you guys do for the community. I look forward to this stream every Friday night. With the success of Classified... Oh, thank you, by the way, Matt. Uh, with the success of Classified HasLab, how often should we be expecting to see vehicles moving forward? Like real vehicles or little vehicles? Little vehicles, right. we'll probably see them about as often as we do now. Um Big vehicles once a year. Yeah, <laughs> I, I think that's a safe way to play it. If they try and do too many, I, yeah, they'll start, you know, just losing Haslabs. Because even if it's something that they can reuse, like if they do a vamp and they want to come back with a stinger, you don't want to you don't want to do that back to back, right? Because it'd be like, oh, it's just the vamp again in black, right? Yeah. But if you if you wait a year or two even, and then come back with it, then it's a parade. So. But yeah, one of yours. Like, uh, Joe Self asked, uh, uh, and thank you for your contribution. Out of the classified figures announced but not shown, who are you looking forward to the most? Snow job and scrap iron for me. I'm expecting him to knock him out of the park with accessories. That's a good question, Rob. What do you what do you uh, have for announced but not not uh, shown? I think snow jobs one and torpedo the other. Yeah. I want to see how they do torpedo. Be really Mark, cool if. Be cool if Torpedo has not just the scuba head, right? I assume the mask, the rebreather, and stuff will be separate. 
but it'd yeah. be cool if he had an unmasked head too, right? Right. So I'd like to see, like to see that. Um, it's got to be snow jobs for me, and they they have kind of pushed the door open a little bit with the thirty five dollar Kamakura, right? So it's not. I don't know for sure that you're going to get snow job and all his stuff and scrap iron and all his stuff for twenty five bucks. So. Well, Scrap Iron, right, they already released. And, I mean, in terms of Snow Job coming with a lot of stuff for 25 bucks. Yeah, that's true. That's true, but... Yeah. Now, Scrap Iron, they did say, was going to be a, a pet figure. So I, oh, I really? Could see I must have missed that. I could see Scrap Iron being a deluxe. Why would Scrap Iron have a pet? Well, I think they're turning that drone. rocket launcher into a drone, they said. Drone yeah, thing, yeah? Yeah, okay. they're, they're doing something funky with the missile launcher, so... Drone, totally fine, totally fine with that. If they just gave Scrap Iron a dog, yeah, it was pet in quotes. Yeah, okay. But so I think it's just means you know deluxe figure. Okay, but, um, and that's fine. That was one of the reasons as a kid why I loved Scrap Iron right away, right? Because I loved looking in there and saying, "Good guy, he comes with like seven things," even though you know, four, it was really six. just one thing. Well, <laughs> it was yeah, but really, I mean, it's it's the launcher, the cord. Two missiles, two legs, and the base, right? So it looked like my a thumb. Lot. It was one thing. Yeah. yeah, I know, but just in the in the clamshell, it was like, God damn, that's a lot of stuff. So I dug that, especially when there were some guys like Grunt. He's got like three things, right? Or Breaker. <laughs> Breaker's got right. three and none of them are a weapon. <laughs> or right. Stalker. Like, eh, one. Yeah, eh, Stalker got one. Mm, okay. Yeah, for for me it's shipwreck. I, I, in recent years, watching the Sunbow cartoon over and over again has, has rekindled my love for animated shipwreck. So I'm, I really want to see shipwreck. But, uh, Matt O'Brien back again. Someone told me spirit looks great and roach with roach, the witcher horse. Not sure if you're familiar with that toy horse, but I can see it. I don't know what you're talking about, but I'll, I'll take your word for it. I've seen some uh, some photos of I think that combo and it, and it does look pretty damn good. Uh, Roach is, is this big ebon steed that Henry Cavill rides on in The Witcher. Who just said Henry, Henry Cavill does when he's doing his West Whitlock cosplay. Yeah. Uh, Dominic Johnson asks, "Does Racktime Rob have a show where he reviews comics?" Nope. In theory. <laughs> <laughs> in theory, he does. In theory, he does. Sean Russell asks, think we'll get anything for the hiss to toe? Not now. Yeah, not right away. Mm -hmm. I don't think I, the, the folks who are holding out for some uh, mysterious fifth yeah. tier that's this giant towable, no, that's not going to be it. They have to make money on this, guys. Yeah. So I, I am a little I'm tired. Not saying, yeah, I'm not going to say that there's just, just nothing else. They, they're just capped out. They're done. But it's going to be something small like blast effects if they add it. Yeah, extra stickers. Either like that, that or they said, okay, we're going to add a tier, but you know, we need to get another 5000 on top of this or something like that, and, and, where and, it pays for itself. And if it is just the more to come, right? If it's very Johnny Carson. Uh, blast effects, more stickers, that's fine. The segment of the collector base who's out there saying, well, now we need a, a towable MMS. Now we need a towable ass. No, you don't. This is all they they're giving you plenty. Yeah, when it, they when don't. it first dropped, it was like 
Yeah, three hundred. Uh, it's kind of kind of rich. But what we generally said, and what a lot of people said, was let's see when it's all said and done, what you're actually getting, and what you're getting is fine for that price. Mm. Anything else they add to it is only going to dig into the profitability and make the next one harder to greenlight internally at Hasbro. This is plenty. Don't be greedy. Rob, you look like you had a thought. I, I'm thinking, you know, if you're getting, if you're thinking ASP, you know, I think the ASP is a pretty good thing to try a retail launch with uh, because you're going to have a whole bunch of people with tanks that want something to, you know, to tow. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're factoring in, you know, maybe 16,000 something in sales, you know. So. And what, I mean, what are your big winners vehicle wise on both sides, both sides of the aisle? Um, Around there, your ASP, your armadillo, your those those little, those little five to seven dollar vehicles that didn't have a, a, a designated pilot. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's that's what you're dealing with there. And and if if there's ever going to be a specific retail space, like that's where they're going to have to go. Stuff like the Vamp and the Hiss aren't going to make it. They're never going to get that retail space. No, not unless something changes drastically. You know. Well, it'd be nifty to see if that would sell as a $45 standalone, no figure, right? Because a Ram is not the equivalent of an ass, right? Right. As a vehicle. Yeah. yeah. As a vehicle, it isn't. So. But uh, Joe Self, uh, again, thank you for the extra contribution. Uh, what's your choice for the next classified HasLab based on being iconic price point and potential tier list? I swear if you say Buzzbore. Um, so Buzzbore is out. Uh, I, I think we've said it a few times, but the vamp is probably. Yeah. probably. But which vamp? I, I, think, I think classic vamp. If you look at the aesthetics of everything else in this line in the last year, classic vamp is where they're gone. I think classic vamp's a way to go. You know, what if, though, they did the the vamp that came out of um, pursuit of cobra wouldn't wouldn't make me upset but i doubt yeah i mean i think that looking at what they've done with the hiss tank i, I think that offers a little bit more modularity you know mm -hmm. more spots to add things on and potential to you know put more figures in but that's a, i, I have a right. feeling though if they do a vamp it's going to be vamp because like you know we've said a couple times too you get reuse out of that you get a mark ii you get a stinger yeah, absolutely. And, and, then, and we talked about it before. Different, different weapon systems that maybe we haven't seen before. Hmm. And there's nothing wrong with that. New is great. So Yeah. Or, yeah. No, wait, wait. New can be great, right? Just because it's new doesn't make it great, but new can be great. And, and we talked before that we thought the upper limit is a MOBAT, right? If yeah. they did, if the un, if the if you weren't getting like five figures with it, could you get a MOBAT with no lights? Uh, motorized for four hundred bucks, probably. I I would pass on the motorized if they made it big enough to hold, you know, more more than just half a stealer in the turret. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like if you, the, if you could get the three man crew that we saw in that uh, issue number five of the comic, I'd, yeah. I'd be thrilled. Yeah, that'd be that'd be pretty that'd be pretty intense right there. And yeah, it doesn't have to be motorized, but yeah, because I think the motorized would make that a pretty penny. Yeah, you could take the motorized out of it and just have moving treads. Yeah. Um, but still, if you're getting the size right for three guys in it, that's that's got to be four hundred bucks. Got it. Yeah. 
Matt Rubin asks, would Hasbro sell bigger vehicles at retail if there was still a Toys R Us kind of store? Um, I, I don't know about I don't know about his sized because that's still a tough sell. But there would be something. There'd be something smaller. There'd be an armadillo size size vehicle. Yeah. Uh, there would be more deluxe type figures, I think. But you might have seen more of a robust presence in the retro three three and three quarter line too. That's right? true because yeah. Toys R Us would have would have had something. If they couldn't have that, they would have bought for something else. And Toys R Us really, I think Walmart target. got that simply because Toys R Us ain't there to get it. You know, Toys R Us pretty much took whatever, right? And they wanted some exclusive stuff because they understood mm -hmm. the value of the of the uh, the collector consumer, which Walmart and Target have caught up to them. Well, not caught up to them, but they've caught up on that concept. The TRU was way ahead. Phil, Phil makes the point that always sticks out in my head. Uh, when when folks go after Toys R Us as that pie in the sky example, but Force Awakens Black Series Tie Fighter was out when Toys R Us was still in business, and it didn't sell all that well. So I think that, that thing was also that also had a huge profile though. Yeah, I mean that, it was huge and cumbersome, but I think yeah. it's also a good mark for what size we're dealing with for yeah. shelf space, yeah. even at a Toys R Us. Like I, I don't think that's that's. I mean that thing. That thing took up. I mean that was like you know an end table. I mean it was ridiculous. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Butler says the Mobat without the motorized is a bat. Yes. Ooh. Well, no. In the comic book, it stood for multi ordinance. There it is. Anyways, I, I apologize because there's <laughs> folks who've had really good questions, but tonight's super chat night, so super chat gets preference. Um, if I have a super chat, it's going up. So I'm, I'm looking for other ones now that I there aren't. Oh, there's one on the books now. But uh, Matt O'Brien asks, hypothetical, let's say the next one to two classified Haslabs are also extremely successful. Do they try playset or larger vehicle? And he's got a little fire for the tactical platform. Um, You know what? It's it's so far out. I don't even want to I don't even want to go there yet. I think it's. uh. Because there's so many, like there's so many larger vehicles to try, right? Before we we start worrying about bases. Yeah, and again, you worry about what kind of ridiculous profile you know you you create. The profile tactical, is tactical battle platform for classified would be great. I'm out. I got nowhere for it to go. Yeah. The the one yeah. that I was threw out there, man. The original headquarters. There's not much to that. Right, it is mainly empty space and walls and floors. Hmm. So, and because they're they're flat, basically, it would pack flat, and it wouldn't be it wouldn't be as ridiculous as you might think. No, that's pack true. all that up in a box. So that you, is that's as pie in the sky as I'm willing to let my brain go. Right, Haslab's a different beast, man. I mean, if you have something, if if classified just continues to take off. I mean that sail barge they put out a couple of years ago right. was a monster, yeah, absolute monster, and it That's went a coffee table. It yeah. went through the U.S. mail like everything else does. So I don't want to say that it's just off the table. I think we would need to see a, a sustained level of success for classified yeah. before it's 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 really in the discussion. But you know what? I, I just what's holding me up from saying yes to this is that I, I really need to see 
the line gets supported for a significant amount of time. Like yeah. we're, we're still in, in pretty meaty character territory here. Two years from now, when we're getting, you know, classified rampart tell, and we're still selling action figures, then talk to me about a playset, right? Right. Or but, you're getting classified new characters that are featured in their cartoon that's kid friendly. Right. Which, oh, wait, yeah. doesn't exist. No, I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. Let's hope that's where they are in a right, couple of years, right. right? Because they're, they we haven't heard anything about anything kid focused or even kid friendly, right? So, and, and also remember too, with like the first two that they rolled out, you know, are probably like the biggest ones they've ever done. The ha the the sail barge and Unicron, mm. sail barge barely got over the line. Mm. Unicron had to be extended to get over the line. Mm, Sail Barge didn't barely get over the line. Sail Barge finished strong, but they were well over it. They were well past a thousand more what they needed. Okay. But I would argue both of those items on their own are kind of B minus. Like Unicron's the big bad, but he was never that interesting. Right? And yeah, he's, he's pretty one note, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. You can't come back and do something else with Unicron. And the only reason the sail barge is cool is because of its size, right? Nobody thought Jabba's sail barge was cool, but if we're talking the original G.I. Joe headquarters, which is was just a bitchin' playset, like, I could, I could see that. Again, like Mike says, when the line has a little more momentum. Uh, White Vegeta asks, I would like to see a tank base body with alternative tops as unlocks. Uh, Wolverine, like, Equalizer, Mobat, Mauler. Okay, I get you. Hmm. So basically a standardized tank with different weapon spots. Yeah, make your own tank kit. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad. That's but not bad. If they're going to do that, why wouldn't they just resell it as the Mauler next year? Right. Well, you get green green build your own tank, followed by tan build your own tank. Mm, I'd rather save that top and have the first Mauler <laughs> ever available next year. But it's not a bad idea. It's no, good, no, I'm it's just saying it's a good idea, and that's why I think they would keep it. There's something to workshop here. Yeah. But uh we'll we'll try and squeak in some non-super chat questions. Uh Joel McMullen asks with Hasbro doing a Joe classified panel at San Diego Comic Con, do you think there's any chance they'll announce some sort of media? I hope so. Hope yeah. so. Yeah, like, like getting a panel at San Diego is a big deal. So I hope that mm -hmm. there's something to this. Well, and this the that, the toy line. Has yeah. had momentum, and right. so they could absolutely announce that it is under development. Right? It's not going to be right. quick. It's not dropping this fall. Uh, right. But yeah, under development, sure. Or even an update on Lady J getting greenlit on Netflix, right, or whatever that was. Look, even even if they just told us it was dead, it would be it would be yeah. yeah, as opposed to just dangling out there and in, in, in the ether. Right, and if you know where Adrian Palicki is going to be this weekend, uh, that's next weekend. Next weekend, well, if you know where she's going to be, this or weekend, two weekends from two weekends, that that ain't bad either. But no. <laughs> there's there, there's good reasons to know that just in general. But um, but it, it it appears to be you know the one toy line they have that you know actually has the fans excited about it. So it's yeah, it's kind of like that. the line that is refusing to die despite Hasbro's perceived eh, 
you know, lack right. of interest at times, global shipping issues, you know, bad movie, bad yet movie. keeps keeps rolling. Our hero's not that heroic. <laughs> yeah. Our hero, one of the badasses of, of, of the previous generation, is kind of a schmuck. You Thanks know a lot, Schwenky. Here's a here's a, a wild here's a here's wild a, thought. A big vehicle that's not that big, if you break it down, is a rattler. Yeah. If you separate it. the wings and ship it wings next to fuselage, it's not that big. I mean, you can even clip that fuselage together. You know, just, uh, Hans Chow yeah. asked, "What do you think of classified moving towards vintage recreations rather than updating their classic looks?" I think accurate recreations are a dangerous direction. It may become boring. I agree with that. I'm at times a little bored, but honestly, for as as if they're gonna keep doing it at the the high level that they're doing, like Spirit is a pretty faithful recreation of Spirit. There's a little couple little tweaks, but if that's if that's the level that we're gonna get, I'm okay with it, right? Um, I think they seem gonna... to be finding the right balance. Like I said, at least the figures that I just got of that classic recreation, but the right amount of update. Right, and going forward, like obviously the Crimson Guard looks like a big winner. Uh, Zorana looks like a big winner. Dusty fell a little flat. Mm-hmm. So I, I get where Hans Chow is coming from with this, that there's there's that danger there when that's all you want to do is exactly what came out before. Like yeah. Dusty, there was room for some change. Yeah. There was room for a little bit of I don't I don't know about improvement I, is a dangerous term, but there was room for an update there that was not taken, right? So even, I, even I, if it's just gear, right? Like if yeah. Dusty comes with his classic rifle with an extra bipod, wouldn't be bad. Um, but throw in, throw in a couple different weapons too. Then you have your choice. Yeah. How you want Dusty to look. That's great. But, but, but more than that, if you, if they want to be true to what, you know, we liked about GI Joe when we were fans or when we were kids, give us something new, give us some new characters for God's sake. That's a huge part of what made the brand cool. Matt O'Brien asks, besides the pipeline name drops, who do you think will be the next one to two original 13 reveals? Uh, I mean, out of the original 13, I mean, I know I'm beating that drum all the time, but Flash is one of the more visually interesting ones. Yeah. Um, it, we're kind of like grunt is coming, um, but rock and roll. Is yeah, coming. Flash and rock and roll are really rock and roll's coming, but we, he might be, he might look more like the 88 guy. We don't know. That's still an original 13 character. Sure. Though. So, uh, but yeah, I'd say Flash and Clutch are probably the only ones with any kind of cachet, either character-wise or interest-wise. You know, like, obviously, Short Fuse, great. He's got his fans, but, you know, what? there's not much to look at there. Same thing with Zap. Like, Zap's cool. I like Zap, but Zap is not a very visually interesting character. So... Flash is an, an interesting character, and and whereas Clutch is the other side of it, they did more with Clutch in the comic book. So there's there's fans of that actual character, so I could see them doing Clutch. But if a vamp is if if a vamp is the logical place for them to go next with with that, then I don't see them doing Clutch as a single release. Really. Flash is the winner. I do think Zap has a little bit of cachet though, because when they yeah, if they do it. If, they would do him right, and he wouldn't look just like 82 Zap. He would actually have 
Latino skin tone Something. and his mustache, sure. and they'd make the bazooka super cool. Um, I'm guessing they don't want to drop Zap right on top of a bazooka release and a, un, you know, a no doubt bazooka re-release coming down the road with this, you know, Patriots jersey. So we, uh, again, we'll leave Super Chat open. Super Chat does get uh, preferential treatment on Super Chat. And I put uh, classified Zap with alternate thumbless hands. That's it. <laughs> but, uh, there we, you go. We'll, we'll leave you guys to punch those in. Um, um, but in the meantime, we're going to move on to what we got in and go ahead, rack time, Rob, kick us off. You All get? right. Well, we didn't get through this last week and oh. so, uh, some of this will be from last week. That's fine. I got storm shadow. Nice. Spirit. He looks so tall with the bird right behind his head. I know. Doesn't he? It's like heavy too. I mean, it's just. Cobra Officer. Ooh, and then... I actually found another one at retail. At retail! In Indiana, no less. I know! And... That's a good haul. <laughs> that crocodile is fantastic. Like, the that croc might be in the top ten. Yeah. Classified <laughs> figures. And then, uh, you know, for Joe role-playing... And uh, adventure book there, so. All right. It's the most Joe stuff I've gotten in quite some time. That's a good haul. Yeah. And I have two mats in the mail, so, you know. Oh, real quick, J Josiah Alcorn's back. If you want to reboot Joe, I think a Zartan prison break story for us with Dreadnought Mars Smugglers would be better than a ninja movie. Fight me. It, it, we saw the ninja movie. Be better than the ninja movie we got, yeah. probably. Yeah, that sounds better than what we got, so. It's already better. No fighting us on that one, my friend. You're good there. We're, we we like that one. Thank you again. You're 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 our our MVP of uh, Super Chat Night, man. We really appreciate yeah. that. Uh, Mark Weber, what'd you get in? Uh, it was not much, but this is from uh, you can find it on Facebook at Luke's Toy Box. A guy named Derek there uh, runs it, and he is making sculpting and recasting heads for three and three quarter Joes, and so. You can find all sorts of stuff there that he's working on, but let me let me get up a piece of paper here so I can show it off. This is oh boy. Let me let me get you. Oh, can I go the big screen here? I didn't help. So this is Baroness. Um, it's just not translating, but pretty good. I love the hair. Oh, we got it. Oh, now you've lost it. Now right? she's stuck in the carpet. Love the Baroness. Good looking, good looking head there. Fits right on the three inch quarter. But the win here. Is Flint? Oh boy, I didn't Ooh. translate very much, but it's a really good Flint head. And let's see if I can make this work. Boop! His head comes out. Oh! Removable beret Flint. You know, I finally got over and checked that that site out, and he really does some some outstanding work. He does. His work is so good. He's a really nice guy. And 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 to be very clear, when I reached out to him like anybody else via Facebook and got in line for a scarlet head and, and another one early on. I said, these are great. I'm going to pub them up on what's on Joe mind. And, and he was, he was super nice and said, I can send you some. And I said, no, <laughs> absolutely not. Love what you're doing. Want to pay for it. 
And I don't want this to be a, a, a plugola or payola kind of thing because this stuff is just that good. So you want to take a flint and whoop. And what I like about this is it's kind of hard to pull off a beret, a removable beret that doesn't look like a giant sack of groceries yeah. on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, that really looks like it matches the head. I mean, it's yeah, got to yeah. be a it's, real thin piece of plastic. It's, it's, it is, I mean, it's not thick, but it doesn't feel flimsy. Fits perfect. And the original Flint's head is not a great head. No, no, so agreed. It, so it's a really nice update on the head alone, plus uh, the beret, a yeah. removable beret on what's a completely iconic figure from the neck down. So uh, I dig it. And one of the ones is working, there's an ace he's working on, and I'm an ace fan. Uh, so to have him have a unique head sculpt would be cool for me. And one of our favorites, he didn't say whether he was Tiger Force or not, but he is working on a toll booth with removable helmet. And toll booth is one of the fugliest Joe head sculpts of all time. So uh, Look, man, whatever, if, they, if they were all beautiful male model types, it wouldn't be realistic. I'm okay if he's rough looking, but I mean, he's half orc, right? And I don't know. Uh, I'm, yeah. tr I'm not trusting the Urukai to drive the bridge layer. So. S. Meyer says, keep up the great work. Thanks for keeping this regular. Thank you for the super chat. We really appreciate that you're here every week. I mean, Tollbooth is better than Armadillo. Come on. Yeah, Armadillo. But let's face it, you ain't buying Armadillo for Armadillo. <laughs> you, want the, you want those. The you want the battleship styling, on wheels. <laughs> you want the styling paint. Bill says, Grunt still takes blue ribbon for ugliest mug. No, Armadillo does. Yeah. Yeah, Dillo's the worst. And Tollbooth's second, I think. He's, he's certainly down there. It's a discussion. I mean, Grunt is a you know a proud owner of bitter beer face, but yeah. It's... And then so is uh, so is Grand Slam. Then yes. Yeah, I mean they look and like Grand Slam. Yeah. But uh, McDowell says effects has to be the worst head sculpt. I don't even remember effects. So yeah, I mean, that's the one who's like smiling like somebody just dropped ice down his back. Yeah, but he's so uh, late. He's so late in the line. And it's yeah, he's like the last year of Star Brigade or something. He's expensive. So yeah. if you have an effect, you're happy with it. But uh, I, I got a I got a little box from eBay that I just just cut the tape on right now. It's an unboxing. Ooh, an unboxing video. Take the back. An impromptu unboxing. I do not deserve that kind of attention right now. There we go. So we're we're just gonna What's get in. The box? What's in the box? We have giant, giant cluster handful of shrink wrap, which is always nice. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. Gwyneth Paltrow's head. You think, come on now, you think I'd bid on that? No, but I think it would fit in that box. <laughs> I think her, her, her brain may, but I don't know. She's rescued. I hate armor, but I can wear it and fly it like all the other heroes in the finale. But it's it's uh, it's Beachhead number 49 for everybody keeping track at home. I'm shocked. He's got a, he's got a, a file card. And he's got all his gear, although the little strap, the strap on the ammo pack is 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 busted there. But it's it's send good it back. I, look, I knew that going in. I can't send it back. Price he's was thin. right on this guy. He's thin in the crotch, bro. Thin in crotch. We got to <laughs> figure out if anybody speaks Russian out there. Tell us how to say thin in the crotch, bro. 
I mean, I guess that's what Google Translate is for, but I'm busy. <laughs> yeah, there, there we go. There he is. There's number 48. He's got, got like good he's a, paint. Yeah. Good paint. Uh, elbows are not cracked. His his crotch is there. So, uh, yeah. But and if your crotch isn't good. there, head over to kygijoe.com. <laughs> Worth is there, really. It's more fun for it. His, uh, he's got some loose joints, a little, lo little loose in the neck and a little loose in the swivel arms, but that's okay. He's still in the neck, bro. Loose in the neck, bro. Loose in the neck. I think if your crotch isn't there, you're not caring about KYGI Joe. Right? Right? Uh, Hans Chow says, I want you all know I would be sending super chats, but YouTube does not accept my third world credit card. Oh, man. Sorry. We appreciate that, my friend. We we really do. Uh, we know you're coming from, from far, far away, and you're probably staying up to weird hours of the night to yeah, watch. So we really do. What time do. is it? Oh, that's in, right. In Trinidad? Oh, that's right. That's right. He was Joe's friend. Yes. <laughs> From Trinidad. It, him and uh, Hans and Joe grew up together in Trinidad. Uh, <laughs> Firefly's got a good point here about my friend uh, Derek at Luke's Toy Box. Doing a beach head, head right now, bro. He he is. That's that's actually what you tagged me in that. And that's what got me to look, go over there and, and look at everything else. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't. It's fine. I don't think be the beachhead figure necessarily needs needs a new head. So, but you're fine with all forty nine of them. Yes, all forty nine. I, and I think for the fiftieth one, that'll be that'll be Hawaii. So I'll have to get him like a chuckles torso. I should I should <laughs> I should get that. Just put like a head. little a little tiny lay on him. Josiah Osborne, on behalf of Hans Chow and his cool Trinidad China accent, uh, a literal great voice of the fandom. Uh, so thank you for the the. Courtesy super chat there, or the the dedicated super chat, uh, Josiah Alcorn. Really appreciate that. That's solid. I'm going to take that five bucks and put it towards a beachhead head. Put it on a beachhead figure. Send it to Irizari, comma Rob, and have him hide it among the forty nine like Walden. <laughs> it's going to be great. What, <laughs> you know what's oh. funny? That I have a I have a couple of beachhead heads. Spare, like I bought a lot a few years back, and um, and and there was just there were some busted up figures in there, and I kept the heads of the beachheads in case I should ever need one. And uh, yeah, yeah. So I've I've got beachhead heads. Is that drawer labeled beachhead heads or just beachheads? I, you know, it's not in a drawer, so it's. Just I'm, a... I'm digging what Nomad's Wandering is putting down. I can't pronounce that. No, I got nothing. It's got bro on the end, so we got that. Russia has the most aggressive alphabet from just from a <laughs> visual standpoint, right? It just looks neat. Right. <laughs> Sean Russell, KYGI Joe should talk to Frank Thomas. I'm pretty sure she'll like it too. There we go. There we go. <laughs> I like how, how very short lived Andy Van Slyke's contribution to that campaign was. Right. Well, I mean, he's already he's behind Frank Thomas and Doug Flutie, so it's it's a difficult. Like he's he's number three, I guess. You know. Yeah, and Pirates fans, whenever he shows up on TV, are like, "And you're the one we kept." Right. <laughs> he's the only one that would stay. Yeah, yeah I was about to say. I'm running out of time, so let's go ahead and shout it out, Rack Time Rob. Uh, let's see. Shout out to our live studio audience tonight. 
Thank you all. Thank you for the super chats. Shout out for the boy. Is he still there? Probably not. <laughs> he's been if he is, he's been quiet. He's been watching the Mets. He started he watching the Mets. Us. Little so flush with their series victory against the Braves. Mm. Mm. That, that all you got, Ragtime Rob? Yeah. All right, Mark Weber. Shout it out. Uh, I'm going to shout out to my real bro, uh, Mike Weber, uh, who's uh, going to come on out to uh, Bend, Oregon in August. Oh, by the way, I need a little time off. Uh, so we're getting the, the Weber Twin Powers activated again uh, here <laughs> in a couple weeks. Powers. He'll turn into a bear and I'll turn into a smiling bucket of water. Bucket of water. So that'll be, that'll be a good time. I don't get, uh, we, we don't live that far apart. Mike's in North Jersey and I'm in Rhode Island. So it's you know, four and a half hours, but we don't see each other as often as we should. So it's always a good time when I get to hang with my big brother. And when I say big brother, three years older than me, two inches taller and probably 25 pounds of all muscle. He's and like and me. keep in mind, Mark, everyone, Mark Weber is six, three on his own. It was six, two, but yeah, but like we, six, three in heels. Uh, yeah. but yeah, Mike is a solid six <laughs> four. Keep, keep it classy in the low heels. Yeah. Well, picture me, two inches taller, same red hair, uh, gigantic arms with a push broom mustache, which is fine because he's a retired cop. So he's grandfathered in. He can keep that. Yeah, right. of course. So, yeah. Yeah, he's solid, bro. With what we like to call the Stacy Keach. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> right? He is Mike Hammer. Right, <laughs> the fire chief, and that's, that's it. A, that's calling all. Calling out the big bill. I'm going to give a shout out to everybody watching us at home tonight. We we really appreciate you. If you're catching us live, thank you so much. Remember, if you're watching us on Facebook, give us some kind of a reaction, thumbs up, heart, little huggy guy. You know the drill. If you're catching us on YouTube, please like the video, subscribe to the channel. That's the thing you can do to help us out the most. If you're catching us on recording. Do all those cool YouTube things. Leave a comment. Anything we've been talking about tonight, go ahead and leave your thoughts down there, and we'll try to address them as the week goes on there, too. I want to give a shout-out to our, our good pal, Joe Slepsky, who uh, put out his most recent episode yesterday. Yeah, was it yesterday or Wednesday? I don't know. It's part of Cobra Convergence, but it's the one that I was a part of, so please go listen to, to Joe Slepsky's uh, G.I. Columbo. Uh, basically, the lost audio uh, from a, a second season cartoon in 1986 where the writers of G.I. Joe uh, incorporated Columbo into the mix for an upcoming toy line. Um, as always, it's got its highlights during the show, but he does commercials too. And that's... <laughs> I almost drove the car off the road listening to one of those. I'll let you try and figure out which one that is. So uh, give a shout out to our good pal, uh, Hooded Cobra Commander 788, Brian Lower, for, for putting that whole thing together again. That's It's a huge undertaking. He does it just about every year. Um, and, and it's uh, always always great to bring the creative community together and, and share the love on this this property that's obsessed us for the last 40 years or, or so. Um, uh, give a shout-out to Joe Colton, who's off on shore leave. I hope her and... and uh, uh, the Wristlock, West Whitlock, and William and everybody stays safe and has a good time, and they're back to see us again next week. And uh, that's what we got. That's what we got. Thanks so much for everybody who who gave in uh, in the Super Chat tonight. Uh, we don't generate a lot of income with this. It's really important that we, 
when we do what we do, uh, whether it's through the, the coffee page or through merchandise sales or whatever, it doesn't cost a ton to keep the lights on at what's on Joe mind, but it does cost. Uh, and that's, that's something that's a, none of us are, are doing particularly great with money right now. So the c- contributions you make are huge, uh, towards the, the running of this station and the improvement of our station, our channel, uh, and, and all that, uh, other good stuff. We, we can't thank you enough. I'm pulling from my, my experiences of, of, uh, shilling and pledge week on npr <laughs> but hey, uh again, keep, we, sending, keep sending that money and we'll buy me some eyebrows right <laughs> next next month's uh super chat we'll get mark weber some eyebrows uh, Big we'll, we'll caterpillars some, right you know we gotta get we gotta get tote bags up in the uh the the, the show store I, I believe that there are tote bags up in the show store because you know we don't actually make any of those things. Yeah. It's just stuff you can get our our logo screened on. So you can get not just t-shirts, but but mugs and coasters and phone covers and tote bags and all kinds of cool stuff. With the <laughs> what's on Joe Mine logo, link down below. Can, can you get one with the hard logo on the front and Channel Thirteen on the back? That's what we're <laughs> dare to dream. <laughs> but uh, for my co-hosts, uh, Racktime Rob Irizarry. And the Hot Show, Mark Weber. I'm Mike Irizarry. Uh, you guys have a, a great rest of the evening. Be safe. Uh, if you're getting out into the crowds of all these cons, mask up. Uh, still a lot of COVID getting passed around out there. It's making a bit of a comeback. Uh, it's not shown to be something that can kill you. But uh, it is something that can knock you out for a good week and a half. And, and you certainly don't need any long-term effects from that. Uh, so still, again, if you're out in big crowds, be safe. Wear a mask. Uh, and and come home healthy. As our friend Vagon likes to say, stay safe. And if you can't, be careful. Uh, we have been What's on Joe Mind. We'll see you next Friday at 9 p.m. Have a great weekend. Yo, Joe. Beer.